Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Hi guys, it's Abby and Rachel. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) I know it's been a while. We've kind of, life's kind of gotten away from both of us. We've had a very busy summer and we are going to try to stick on the ball and we kind of dropped it. (laughs) Yeah, we we really did drop it. (laughs) (laughs) But we want to try to get those episodes out weekly on your Monday morning, starting off your week strong and we promise we will do our best to stick to that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, everybody knows we have lives, things happen, but we want to be, try to be there for you guys as well. Mm-hmm. Rachel, do you have um, anything you want to talk about that you're grateful for this week? Yeah. Um, I think so recently, within the last couple of weeks, I have taken on two students that I have been teaching Spanish to. Um Ooh. And they pay me, which is great. Um, And so I I started doing that. And I wasn't really sure how I was going to feel about it at first. Because it's one thing to speak it, it, but it's a completely different thing to teach somebody, like, the rules and the grammar and, like, why it is the way it is. And so at first I was like, I don't know. Like, I might like speaking Spanish, but I probably won't like teaching it. But, you know, I'll give it a try. Because I had a friend that was like, would really like for you to teach me. I need to brush up on it before I go to school. And I was like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll give this a shot. And I have really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's well, definitely good. pushed me. Yeah, it's pushed me in my um, my knowledge. Like I've had to do more research on the end of why is this the way it is instead of, oh, it just sounds right to me because that doesn't make sense to them. <laughs> right. No, and you want to teach them the correct way too. Exactly. So that's been like, it's been cool because it's challenged me and helped me to improve upon my Spanish. And then I happened to make a post about it the other day and I had two people comment, like one person said, would you teach my three kids? And then somebody else was like, I've been meaning to reach out to you. And I'm thinking, what in the world? I was not expecting this to like, blow into something but I'm very grateful and excited I have enjoyed it and um I feel like I could make a pretty decent income off of it if I have a consistent number of students and I love it so yeah that's what I'm grateful for awesome Rachel that's so cool yeah I love (laughs) that you're able to share your love for Spanish with so many other people too I Mm -hmm. think that's really cool yeah I'm super pumped good well I am grateful for um this is going to sound really cliche, but I'm really grateful for summer. Mm-hmm. Like I've been really enjoying just yeah. being out with my children and making all the memories and all the beach days. We just don't get that much nice days, I feel like, in Minnesota. I feel like Iowa's probably about the same, Rachel, right? Um, You know, I would probably disagree just a little bit. Minnesota is far enough more, like it's far enough northern like more north, how else do I want to say this? More (laughs) north than we are, like far enough to the extent where there is a pretty significant difference. Oh, Um, I I mean, I honestly think so. Like, for example, even Ankeny from us, Ankeny is further south than us, but it's only by two and a half hours. And there's a huge difference between Ankeny and us. So there's still a pretty big difference even between where I live and where I grew up in Wapaton. 
So I would say Iowa, it's really hot. Um, we kind of have the worst of both seasons. <laughs> oh, like in the summer, it's really, really hot and really humid. And um, when it's humid out, the corn actually sweats. Fun fact. And oh. so when the corn sweats, it makes it more humid. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> so it's like feels wet all day, every day in the summer. And so more often than not, I can find myself inside. I might sit outside for a little bit and then I'm like, okay, I need to go back inside. Um, but it's good. It's it's nice. But yeah, it kind of has the the worst of both, honestly. Cold winters, but like but but winters aren't as bad as North Dakota. North Dakota was way okay. worse. Um it the snow doesn't stick around near as long. And it might be cold, like it might be in the negatives for about a week. And then it's like, not in the negatives anymore, generally. I'm jealous of that. (laughs) We get negative temps a lot. Like I love the sun. And if anything, I wish to eventually move our family to Florida. Hmm. Because I just love the heat so much, like get me outside as much as possible. But if I'm like sitting outside and I'm dripping in sweat, then I don't want to be outside. Yeah, that's kind of been my thing. I've been trying to work from the porch sometimes, but when I'm starting to drip and sweat and trying to get work done, it's not ideal. <laughs> no, it's not comfortable. No. <laughs> <laughs> like today, another thing I guess I would be grateful for is um, the boys started soccer last week. And Yay. today, <laughs> soccer practice went a lot better than the week before. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, the first week, uh, Kieran just had a harder time. He didn't want to be outside. Um, I didn't realize it was super hot last week also. Oh. And like I was miserable out there. So I can only imagine how they were. Yeah. Yeah. And this time Kieran was just kind of like one of those kids that just likes to play all by himself. Like, <laughs> let me go pick some flowers, mommy. I need to pick some flowers. And I'm like, oh my gosh, bless your heart. I love you so much. <laughs> But Odin had a blast and their little friend had a blast as well. So it it was worth it. Just seeing their faces and seeing how much they were enjoying it just made my whole day. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, Abby, what are you drinking today? Well, I usually have caffeine. I already had my caffeine um, a little earlier. Um, I had like one of those star- bleh, Starbucks uh, Frappuccinos. Oh. That one's my favorite. Um, but I am now having some body boost. Some I don't think this has caffeine in it, but I could always drink caffeine, to be honest. <laughs> I probably will have more later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rachel, what are you drinking? Um, I've already had a lot of caffeine today, so um, <laughs> I decided to opt for something a little bit different. And this is kind of fun. So it's called, it's aloe vera drink. Oh, and they, so the first time I ever had one of these was in Guatemala. The last time we were there, they sell them there. And I was like, Oh my word, this is amazing. My husband doesn't like it because it has like, like little pieces of aloe vera in it, but it's, but I don't know. It doesn't bug me. I I think it it tastes good. So I don't know. It's fine. But I was like, oh my goodness, I found my new favorite drink in Guatemala. And so I think I brought back one when I came back. But I was like, it's fine. I'll be back in August. I'll buy more. Well, then we went to Aldi the other day and they were selling them there. And oh. I was like, what? So that's really yeah, cool. Here I am drinking my aloe vera drink. It's like, I think it has some grape 
flavoring in it. And so it kind of has a, a grape taste, but it's really good. And it's aloe vera, so it's really good for you. I mean, I think, anyway. <laughs> aloe vera it's, is good for you. It's probably got way more sugar in it than it should, but, you know, it's fine. Is it more? It looks clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a cool yep. bottle. It's clear and it just has little floaties in it. Of, okay. You know, obviously not the spiky part of the aloe vera plant. Right. <laughs> yeah. The inside fun- of it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that so much. I might have to get that and try some. It's, it's good. I really like it. Well, fun fact, guys. Rachel and I have not been able to see each other's faces um, when we've done our podcast before. So this is the first time I actually get to see her beautiful face and I'm loving yes. it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep <laughs> we decided to put the facetime on and and make this a thing because yes it's really nice um definitely helps yeah. when we're further apart so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i we're just gonna hop right in we yeah. wanted to talk about just setting goals kind of how to set goals i know we were just talking about this before setting goals i mean people's opinions aren't really there's not a whole lot of opinions on setting goals. I feel like it's a pretty clear thing. Yeah. But there still are a lot of people that are like, well, how do you? Like, how do you set a goal so that you can achieve it? How do you follow through? Because part of goal setting is achieving it, but then like trusting yourself to be able to achieve it. Because half the time we don't follow through on our goals because we don't trust ourselves to follow through on it. And it's kind of this just exactly. like spiraling like hole in it yeah yeah so we wanted to kind of help you out and share just a little bit about setting goals so I'm going to start off with a quote that I found really quick and it says a dream written down with a date becomes a goal a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan and a plan backed by action makes your dreams come true I love that yeah and so I mean it's, it's really basic but you can't just have a goal I mean, it's one thing to have a goal. You have to have a plan. And if you have a plan, it's still not enough. You actually have to do the plan. (laughs) You got to set it into action, set it into motion. Yep, exactly. So one of the ways that you can do this, first of all, is just get super clear. Get super clear on your goal. Like, what, what do you want? No vagueness, like, vagueness. Is that even a word? Like, don't be vague about it. Yeah, don't. I mean, just be be very very clear like this is what I want that's it like I don't know because if you have a vague goal you're gonna get vague results why am I saying vague vague I was just gonna say that it's yeah it's vague sorry guys (laughs) I'm clearly tired yeah vague goals means vague results so you need to be really specific um Abby do you how do you like do you set your goals like is very clear um when you are doing the goal setting process Yep. So when I am going to set a goal, I always write everything down. Like Mm -hmm. I'll make a list and I will put it into different categories. So depending Mm -hmm. on the type of goal that I'm trying to set, um, for example, like a fitness goal, um, because I'm Mm -hmm. training for uh, another 5k. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So just kind of like those kinds of steps, like what do I need to make um, to get to that goal um, for the next 5k? So do I need to run more? Do I need to lift some more weights? Like what Mm -hmm. specific exercises do I need to work on and just Mm kind of like going more in depth on each of those I think really helps but starting Mm -hmm. by writing it down yeah I'm sure some of it too is 
you know, I want to be able to improve upon my 5k. So how many miles do I need to run today? How many miles do I need to run this next day as I work myself up to it? I mean, there is a process. Oh, yeah. You can't go from not running at all to I'm running a 5k tomorrow. (laughs) Like you can't do that. (laughs) So I found actually one I'm working on right now, it's like slowly gradually gets you to run that three Mm -hmm. miles. So the first week, it like slowly gets you to walking, Mm -hmm. like, for example, like four minutes and then run for two minutes and like doing that five times in a row. And then, yep. And then slowly, but surely your walk time gets shorter, your Mm -hmm. run time gets longer, and you're still continuing to do those intervals. So I think it's really helpful. And I really like it because yeah, I I used to run in high school and I have not really been doing that lately. <laughs> well, you're doing better than me because I don't run at all. <laughs> it, it's hard on your knees, I swear. Yeah, that's I think that's my biggest thing is I have such bad knees. And so anywhere where I would run would be on concrete. Yep. <laughs> and that's not really ideal. <laughs> no, um, not at all. But yeah, I did used to like to run, but it just hurts. So. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think that just kind of segues into even just the idea. I mean, you were saying like you couldn't just go from zero to a hundred. Nope. And so that's the other thing is you have to make your goal measurable. Right. And like to the point where you want it to push you, but you don't want it to be impossible or unrealistic. Yep. Like, and that's what you're doing, Abby. Like you're, you're not pushing yourself to like run a half marathon when you've only ran two miles, you know, like something like that. Yeah, you're, no. you're doing a 5k, you're working yourself up to it. You have the date set for when you're doing your next one. Yeah. And then you have your plan in between. What am I going to do? So just having a clear point, like that, you know, you've achieved your goal then because right. it's very, it's very clear. It's measurable. You know, it's realistic and you have a, a plan. <laughs> and creating those steps to obtain that goal is mm-hmm. the biggest thing. You can't just create a goal and be like, yep, it's going to be fine. Like you need to take those little <laughs> steps to get there. So yes. <laughs> I've done that before. You, but that sets me up for failure every time. Yes. And sometimes I feel like I get annoyed with steps or plans. Like I don't want to make a plan. I don't know yep. if that's you at all. Some, sometimes I, I guess it depends. Um, I get, it's when I get lazy, I think, because yeah. I have a, a journal that I use like for it goes month by month and it has me set okay. goals for the month. Um and it'll say action plan. And I'm like, well, I don't want to put that in there. <laughs> it's like I'm I don't know. It's almost like I'm lazy. Like I think, no, I don't need that. But yeah. half the time when I don't put an action plan in, it's when I don't do it. <laughs> yep. Then your goal is just basically words at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do you have any goals right now, Rachel? Like I have the five K. Do you have any goals that you have personally set um oh man I'm not I'm not really sure I think I think one really has just to be has just been to be consistent in my business like showing up in the small ways like I have only been doing four things that's it for my business every day and my goal has just been okay when those four things are done the books are closed the business is closed I don't think about it the rest of the day because I have a life (laughs) And, um, that's kind of how I've always wanted my life to be. Um, but as you know, more often than not, when you're in any kind of a network marketing company, they're teaching you go fast, do more, all the things. And I, I think it's very icky. I don't like it. (laughs) I have a life. 
I, I want to be with my family. I don't want to be heads in the books in the business all the time. Um, and so my goal is just be consistent with those four things that you have every day. Um, and that's it. And then you're just done. And then, um, and I've also been there a couple of times where I haven't reached like my minimum goal that day and it's okay. I'm like, Oh, you know, it's fine. It's, it just happens that way sometimes. And it's, I don't know. I feel like I'm beating myself up a lot less than I had in the past. Um, so it's been like one of my small goals for this month. I'm trying to think I had another, I try to do like monthly goals because I I don't know. I like them. I feel like it gives me enough time. Like it's realistic again, like I said, to be able to, um, to hit it, to achieve it. But it's also not like so short that I'm like, Oh my word, I'm going to get this done. Right. Um, so I think another one has been, I try to learn a song on the ukulele, at least a new one each month. Okay. Um, That's cool. I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. I'm not quite there yet. So I do need a little bit of work to do on it. But to be completely honest, my next two weeks are so crazy. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. (laughs) Um, And then another like random little goal was to make one new sourdough recipe a month. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you are doing the sourdough. Uh Uh-huh. So it just, just to help me broaden my horizons a little bit, do something new, try some and just enjoy it, like something fun. And yeah, so those are just like simple little ones. But yeah, I do typically make like monthly goals and then keeping up with my Spanish would be another one that I just, that's a monthly goal. How about you besides the 5k? Is there anything else that you're working towards? Um, that's my biggest one right now. I know, I think, what was it? I believe it was closer to like January, like the beginning of 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, Jeremy and I decided to do a goal for the entire year like different Mm -hmm. goals. So we broke it down in different categories and we wrote it down on our own. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that evening we all came together and we talked and discussed each category we had. So we can kind of see how our goals are similar in each category and how they differ. Yeah. So I really liked it. I had, I think I heard it from a different podcast and I really liked it. Um, But basically there's all these different categories. So there's like finance, um, travel, family, Ooh. if you have family, um, friends, marriage, um, if you're married or just relationship goals, um, health and fitness. Um, for us, we own a home, so we had home goals. That Aww. was my biggest list. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, I've got a lot of those. But when you're yes. married to a construction business owner, <laughs> yes, you're usually the last one on his list. So, Oh, <laughs> And then you think it'd uh, be like, oh yeah, you'll get it all done. No, you're, no, you're, you're the last on the list. <laughs> That's usually what happens because by the time he gets home, he's probably tired. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, other goals would be like faith, um, business as well. Um, we have businesses um, that mm-hmm. Rachel and I work um, as well on the side, um, and then personal goals for myself. Um, I like those. And then goals I have for our children um, and kind of things like that. And that kind of helped me see it more like as a whole. Yeah. Um, And I kind of liked being able to go in depth in each category. So I think that's a good way to go about it. If you guys don't really know where to start when setting goals, I think just 
listing out the different categories and just letting your mind go. Hmm. Um, The biggest thing that they said too is don't overthink it. So when you have those categories, because I tend to overthink. Rachel, I think you're the same. (laughs) (laughs) It said basically don't think about a category or a goal on that category for more than five minutes. Hmm. And then once that five minutes is up, you go to the next one because you want to, you don't want to overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked that. So I think I, I think we're going to keep doing that every year and kind of see how it goes. But that is super awesome. I love that. I have never heard of that before or even thought about that before. That is, I might have to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So what's your opinion, Abby, on just like deadlines? Do you set a deadline? Do you not? Because I've also, I've heard some people say, oh, you know, just make a goal. Like, you don't need to have a deadline. Um, Just like, do it. But do you ever accomplish a goal if you don't have a deadline? Yeah. Really? I don't. <laughs> I I guess there's different types of goals. Mm-hmm. Like, some of those ones I was talking about for the categories, a lot of those don't have deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just kind of what we would like to do through the year, um, throughout the year and those goals, but okay. like specific goals for like the 5k that obviously has a deadline because the 5k right. is coming up. Um, but goals for the house, I can only do so much on that too, as well. Mm-hmm. Like obviously financial things come up and right. we can't do something. So we have to kind of push it back. Mm-hmm. So I guess it honestly depends on the type of goal personally for me. Uh, and I think you can set kind of a tentative deadline on all of your goals if you wanted to. I mean, oh, yeah. the big thing is if you are going to set a deadline, because you might you might feel like you're a person that in order to be accountable to con- to finishing that goal, you might be the kind of person that's like, I need a deadline. So yeah. if you need one, like tentatively put one for sure. But just be careful not to beat yourself up then if you don't get it. Because yep. for me, I know one of my goals has been to scrapbook every year of marriage. Abby, we're coming up on three years. I haven't even done one year yet. So, or not like every year, but just the first couple of years of marriage would be cool. Um, And so that's been a goal of mine, but because I haven't like set any plan, I haven't like made a date that said, okay, this is the day I'm going to work on it. I have been pushing it off and now we're on year three, almost. So... (laughs) We're not, we're finishing year three. We're going to be starting year four. So. Yeah. Um, I was the same with the kids' baby books. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That kind of didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I get it. And so if you do hit that point where, you know, you have a deadline, you didn't make your deadline, instead of beating yourself up, honestly, just review it. Look over. Yeah. Okay. What are the things that I did? And then realizing that this didn't work for me. So what different action now do I need to take so that I actually accomplish it this time? Because clearly what I did before was not helpful. It didn't work. So just review what happened. Take different action. But whatever you do, do not beat yourself up. And remember to always make it realistic. Because if it's not realistic, I mean, just subconsciously, you're not going to believe in yourself to even do it to begin with if it's not realistic. Or you're going to keep pushing it out and pushing it back over and over again, <laughs> which is not going to help anybody. Yes, I it's do not that, gonna... definitely. <laughs> right. It's not going to continue to have you focused on the goal at hand that you made. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And just remembering to take responsibility for your goals, too. 
in all of that when you're setting and following through with them um, because that should fall on you and not anybody else. Yeah. So. That's a good one. Yeah. And then planning your action steps too. <laughs> like we yes. said. I yes. mean, and even like, I don't know, Abby, do you do this with your, with your big goals that you guys have been doing in your like categories and stuff? Do you like take one of those and you like break it down even further into like the steps to achieve it? Or how do you work that? Um, we honestly didn't. It was mostly just kind of, um, bullet points is what we did. And then we just kind of talked on them. And then, um, we, we still have our separate goals. So then we can kind of make a spreadsheet or a document or document or something like that and kind of combine them together to see, Mm -hmm. um, because we did have a lot of similar goals, surprisingly, which was kind of cool. Um, but obviously, like, some of them, it's hard to go so in-depth. Like, let's yeah. see as an option. Like, some of them are pretty straightforward. So, like, for marriage goals, we have, like, weekly dates, whether that be hmm. a date night in or some- doing something special yeah. and having a date night out. Um, sometimes it doesn't always happen. But at least um, I think our goal was to, at the very minimum, have it twice a month. Yep. Yep. So, I think that's kind of as much as we went in depth just because of like the, just the type of goal, I guess. Yeah. You can't break down that really any further. That's just a matter of taking the actual action. Right. But if there is a specific goal and actually this one applies really well to your 5k, like taking your main goal and making small goals within that main goal. So I'm sure you're thinking, okay, this is where I want to be at this point as I'm getting ready for the 5k, I want to be running, you know, two miles every other day or something by this date, or, you know, whatever it is that you're working at, however you do it, like you have small little goals to eventually reach you to the point of your big goal. So if you have goals that you can make like sub goals of, Mm -hmm. absolutely do that because it will help you be consistent. Oh, yeah. And this one isn't just like a typical 5k either. It's like an obstacle course 5k mud run type thing so I definitely have the running piece at, as an aspect of it but also the challenging obstacle course and trying to get the upper body and whatnot strength so no way that's cool yeah well I did I think a fif- 10 or 15k three months postpartum with Kieran that was the uh, Spartan race what yeah, yeah. you're nuts <laughs> Yep, I signed up for it when I was pregnant. Ah! Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope, I, yeah, no. <laughs> it was so cool, though, and, like, just being able to see how much I was able to accomplish after that yeah. just felt great. Well, and I'm sure, like, I remember you saying that with Kieran, you felt a lot better after having Kieran than you did after having Odin. So oh, yeah. would you have considered doing something like that at three months postpartum with Odin? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it does. It depends. Yeah, I think it really does for sure. When you set goals, Abby, do you like review your progress? Because I feel like that's another thing that I can like forget to do, especially if I make year ones. Because I remember I used to like make year ones and put them in an envelope and read it at the end of the year and see if I accomplish them or whatever 
But if you're not reviewing your progress half the time, you forget what your goal even is. Yeah. <laughs> so do you and Jeremy have like, like certain times of the month or like the year where you kind of come together and see, Hey, how is our progress going? Are we making headway? Or do you have that with other goals? Cause I know that, yeah, reviewing your progress would be super helpful and actually seeing and like reminding yourself to begin with too, that you even have a goal because sometimes right. kind of life goes on and we forget. And yeah. So honestly, um, these goals and these subcategories that we did um, for 2022 is actually the first time we've ever done it. Okay. Um, so I guess I will have to get back to you on that and see how it goes going forward. But I think um, just on the type of feedback we got from each other from doing it, I think we're going to try to set that goal to make those goals mm-hmm. um, once a year. So I think it just depends, but I think that's the plan. So, okay. but I, yeah. I definitely agree writing down and reviewing those goals or even, for example, when you're setting those goals, putting it in a place where you can see it constantly as a daily reminder, even mm-hmm. like whether that be on like a calendar you have in your kitchen, like when you're doing like uh, your meal prepping, for example, I know some people do meal prepping yep. um, and go down to the nitty gritty on what they're eating every single day for family meals and everything. Um mm-hmm. So I think that would be helpful Um, or just putting it in a spot where you constantly see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, yeah, I mean, and honestly, if you take the time to, to review your goals, it gives you, you, you are, you're able to like give yourself feedback, celebrate what you know is working, what's effective, and then make changes where necessary. Whereas, you know, before, if you gave yourself a deadline and you didn't hit it, you're asking yourself, okay, what did I do wrong and what needs to change? But right. if you can do that regularly, then you don't even run into the missing your goal at the deadline necessarily because you've been reviewing it, you've been keeping up with it, you've been paying attention to if you've been consistent. Exactly. Um, yep. And not saying that you'll achieve all of your goals just by doing that, but I think it would make no. a really big difference. I agree. Yeah. I think that's really helpful, um, especially when it comes to goal setting is just being able to constantly see it and reminding yourself about it. But yeah, that's a good way to put it. What do you think the benefits are of goal setting? Not to put you on the spot or anything. No. <laughs> uh, goodness. Um, personally, I think the benefits of goal setting is just kind of holding yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody has goals and aspirations it's just kind of whether you decide to put them into action and um take headway with them but Mm -hmm. I I think it does keep me accountable I'm very much of a list and organized person so Mm -hmm. I love making goals because it's something to look forward to and something to um aim for and celebrate too and celebrate yeah Mm -hmm. I think it just it makes you feel proud of something because if you just kind of coast through life and you have I mean I I don't think I've ever met a person who just coasted and didn't have a goal or dream or aspiration of some kind whether or not they were actually putting the plan into action to accomplish said thing right but I just feel like a life without goals just sounds boring yeah um and then there's no growth I mean the purpose of a goal also I feel like is to help you grow as a person yeah 
Um, and so if you ha- don't have something that you're just striving for in some way, and, and not meaning like you're just content with your big. life. So, yeah. right. Like, so you need to strive for something. No, I mean, just like having something to work towards so that you just grow. Honestly, yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, no, I agree. Either, no matter what, a goal is a goal, no matter how mm-hmm. big, no matter how small. And just yes. person to person, no matter how yes. small. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, a Winnie the Pooh quote, too. Like, you're braver than you seem, or something like that. Yeah. Yep. I remember, yeah. I don't remember. Something along those lines. Those. Yeah, I don't remember either, <laughs> but I used to have it memorized. But yes. yeah. I think it's very, very important to set a goal, no matter how big or small it is, mm-hmm. is bottom line. Yep. And then to just keep the priorities the priorities. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if your goal is not a priority, then like, don't, don't get so lost in it that you miss your priorities, whether it's your family or... I don't know, just anything else you have going on. And a lot of the times I feel like your goals are your priorities because they're related to something that you prioritize, but I don't think necessarily every time. No. Like, for example, like you, you just said, the 5k is probably not like a huge priority. Like something went down in your family, you would not be training for that anymore. Like you would not be working towards it. And same thing like with my business. Like I have my goal to do my four things a day to work my business. But if my sister-in-law needs help moving her house because she's been just stressed and exhausted and had so much going on, I'm going to drop everything and help her. Like, that's just, yeah, it's good to have a goal, but don't get so lost in it that you neglect other people or you neglect your priorities. Just realize that a goal is good. It's good for growth, but don't get lost. Yeah. No, I really, I, I really like that. And I agree. Um, you don't want to lose yourself either in it. Like mm-hmm. you want the whole point of a goal is to grow in some way, no matter yep. what it is. Well, that's kind of what we had in store for you guys for um goal setting. Um, mm-hmm. Rachel, do you have anything else to say? Um, or any tips you want to kind of touch on? Um, not really. I think I think we hit everything. Like I said, just just don't beat yourself up. I think that's the biggest thing because I am a perfectionist. I know you are too, Abby. Mm-hmm. And it's not helpful if you set a goal and you don't accomplish it and then you beat yourself up. Right. And that's why, oh, another thing I guess we could mention is start with small goals. If you're not somebody who like sets a bunch of goals all the time and isn't used to it and you have to build your trust in yourself again, start with little ones. Because yep. then you start to trust yourself again to actually accomplish. Um, so yeah, I think that would be a really good thing to end with there. I don't yeah. know why I didn't think about that earlier. But yeah, set set little goals to start off with so that you can start trusting yourself again. Um, yeah, Abby, do you have anything else on that? No, I don't think so. I think just make sure that you don't overwhelm yourself either and try mm-hmm. to go and bite off more than you can chew. Yes. So. Yeah. You want to share what we have planned for our next podcast episode just to kind of whet their appetites? Yeah. So we have, um, so we went to a convention last year um, with Mel Robbins and she was a speaker um, there. So she had a couple books that came out. I don't exactly remember which times, but um, 
the high five habit was something that really stuck with um, Rachel and I. And we were kind of wanted to go more in depth and talk about that because I did read um, her book and there's so many good pointers and we just kind of want to share that goodness with you guys. Um, So stay tuned and get excited to dive in with us next week and we'll talk to you guys then. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Abby and I over a cup of coffee, black for me. Or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me. Gross. (laughs) We look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.